Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, that's that is, so good. Wow, that's bitter. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost choked on that. That is so uh, your style. Yeah. Not mine. I'm wow. gonna give it a chance though. I'm gonna get into well, it. So. Yeah. I mean, if you don't finish it, pass it over here. Yeah. Here you go. All right. <laughs> Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs. A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. And old Dolan brought us a beer this week. Where, tell us, you went, you did not go to this brewery. I didn't go to the brewery, but I was in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, yes. Noda? Noda? Like, Noda. Like, Noda? <laughs> yeah. Noda Brewing Company in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes. So you were out there for a, a meet and greet. Tell the story. How did this come back with you? So when I go on these meet and greets, I try to bring back beer from the area um, as in, if I were the traveling healthcare professional in, in that area. In your bloodstream or in the can or something? Both. Uh, both. both, yes. Both. Definitely both. Um, so I was, uh, it was actually at the hotel. There's a huge bar there and I saw all the regular, like the domestic beers and I had asked the bartender, hey, do you have any craft beers, local craft beers? Mm -hmm. And she laughed at me and said, you realize that there are 49 breweries in Charlotte alone. This is craft beer city. Wow. What can I get you? Hmm. And I said, well. First of all, different attitude. Yeah. yeah. No <laughs> Woo. Fancy pants. She, uh, no, she was nice about it. But uh, yeah. then um, I said, well, if I were to come to Charlotte, you know, and pretend I'm a local. Mm -hmm. What what would the local beer be? If I was a local to Charlotte, what mm -hmm. would I drink, and uh -huh. why is it my favorite beer? And so she went on and she pulled this out, the Hop Drop and Roll IPA, um, and said, "This is your beer." And I said, "Okay." Have you tasted it? I have not. Because I'm going to tell you, this is not your beer. It is definitely not. I can tell by it's the smell of it. Beer. It's not. This is my beer. This, this is definitely Brian's beer. This is not your guys' beer. Mm -mm. Now, I, I'm going to reserve judgment because it, mm. it has a pretty look. It's, I know it's, you. Yeah, you're probably right. I know who you are. Uh, you're right. It's got a pretty look to it, mm, though. It smells I mean, it's, amazing. The aroma is... It's malty. Yeah, it's malty. Got it's, it's got citrusy smell. Definitely going to have some hop to it. It is a West Coast style, so I'm probably not going to like this. That's got some IBUs. Man. Mm. I, oh. oh, I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's that so good. Wow, that's bitter. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I almost choked on that. That is so your style. Yeah. Not mine. I'm wow. going to give it a chance, though. I'm going to get into well, it. Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't finish it, pass it over here. Yeah, here you go. All right. I mean, <laughs> We're not too far ding, removed ding. from Pliny the Elder, and this has got that same sort of hoppiness to it. It has more citrus flavor than Pliny. That's true. That is super malty. This doesn't have any malt flavor to it to me. The, the aroma is amazing. I looked mm. up the IBUs on this one. Probably 80, time. 70? 81. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 81. All right. <clears throat> 
Dolan just are you okay? Got okay. a little older I, over I, there. I burped and I tasted it again. So now I'm gonna wait a little bit before I take my second drink. Wow. Full disclosure. Okay. You know, here's the thing. So I took a second drink of it, and you're right. It's not my style of IPA at all, but it is not as bitter the second time around. Well, you're you weren't expecting it, maybe. I was. Oh, I was expecting something. Hmm. I was expecting. Well, it's already so. Seven point two percent, right? Yep. So you're already going to get punched one way or the other. Yep. Whether it's dry hop or it's this style hop, mm-hmm. you know. So yep. you're going to have something going on when it's that percent. I mm, yeah, that's that's really nice. I like that. Hmm. Definitely more your style. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is my style? Hmm. Facts about Charlotte. Oh, is that where we're going to go first? That's where we're going first. Let's go. You know, you know Charlotte, don't you? I know, I know Charlotte because of basketball. Hmm. Well, the Charlotte Hornets. Mm-hmm. That's their nickname, right, for the basketball, basketball team, team, NBA. Uh huh. Yeah. Do you know why it's called the Charlotte Hornets? I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you why. Okay. 1780. British troops show up. They want to, you know, get stuff back that they feel they lost. Because, well, never mind. Okay. Go yeah. Yeah. So they, they're marching through Charlotte. And uh, there's a lot of resistance there. Imagine that. People are fighting back. They're not just giving up. Sure. And the general of the troops said, man, that was a hornet's nest of rebellion. (laughs) And 200 years later, that's the basketball team name. Okay. It's also one of the city's nicknames, the hornet's nest. Oh. And then the queen city as well. The queen city. Yeah, because it was named after British Queen. It was one of the very first cities... Incorporated, I think, in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Don't forget about Craft Beer City. Craft Beer City. Mm. Allegedly, they're trying to make that some nickname. Yeah. We'll see if it sticks. They I, need. They need to have fifty breweries. I got some. I, I got some competition for them there, but that's for, that's another discussion for another time. Um. Let's see. Something else about Charlotte. It's the biggest United States city that does not have a zoo. Oh. Which is kind of strange. That is kind of strange. Carolina Panthers football. We're getting ready for football season here. My, I have a very good friend who is a diehard Panthers fan. Really? Yes, and posts about them all the time, almost annoyingly wow. so. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't draft any this year. Seth Cox, if you're listening. This is for you, Seth Cox. Don't post so much Carolina Panthers stuff. And don't take DJ Morey's overrated. Anyway, <laughs> they're the only NFL team to be owned by a previous NFL player. Really? really? Yeah. So, like what in the a, NBA, it's kind of a common thing. Yeah. Players get into the ownership, you know, like Kobe mm-hmm. and Michael Jordan and stuff. Mm-hmm. Magic. Yeah. Um, yeah. NFL, not the case. What about John Elway? He's not an owner. He's just president. Oh, that's right. Hmm. So, Mr. I think it's like Richardson. Okay. Jerry Richardson, maybe something like what that. What position? Do owner? we know what position he played? Um, I think he was a defensive player back in um, like the 50s, okay. 50s and 60s. Okay. Um, let's see. That's why they say he's one of the better owners to play for. Oh. Because he understands football. Makes a lot of it's sense. It's not just a business for him. Sure. Something else I thought was interesting, a guy named Charlie Duke. He's from Charlotte. He was the 10th person out of 12 to walk on the moon. Oh. So they have one of the only people in the whole world mm-hmm. to walk on the moon. To walk on the moon. Allegedly. If it happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, first gold rush United States happened in Charlotte, right around that area. 1799. Oh. There was a 17-pound gold nugget discovered. Holy cow. That's a big nugget. That's a... Wow. That's like a lot of chicken nuggets put together. 17 pounds. And uh, 
sparked off the first thing it was a gold rush hmm. people were coming to the charlotte area and that's why charlotte was a started out a dot on the map and became bigger because of all the businesses that showed up to cater to the gold lots, miners i guess lots of pickaxe salesmen yeah and suspenders sure and beard combs yeah i don't i don't know if that's what gold miners look like in the 1780s but that's what they look like in the 1880s yeah close enough they still have tunnels and old mines under the city. So oh, I'm sure that's if safe. If you look around, you, yeah. can, you can find that. Can we go explore? That? Probably. I'm sure there's some tours or something like that. Sure. I noticed the other day when I was in Kansas City, they have a tour of their tunnel system down there. You can oh. get in a Jeep and drive around. And you drive around in the tunnels? Mm-hmm. In a Jeep? Yeah. Like I have these big rock formations underneath the ground. And then you, they, mm. A lot of them are used for storage. This is a horror movie in waiting Kansas to happen. City. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte is the second largest banking center in the United States, okay. only behind New York City. I would have guessed Chicago, but okay. When I was there, which was this year, I guess mm-hmm. it was last year, December 31st. It's right on the edge. I don't know. Yeah, close 2018. Enough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my Uber drivers was like, oh, yeah, everything down here is new. It's all because of the banks. We've just been, last 15 years, they've just been building new businesses and neighborhoods, and it's just explodes because of the banking is there are there favorable laws for banking in north carolina i'm sure there's some sort of business reason for it sure um let's see what else is from here oh okay the first family dollar store was opened in 11 so november of 1959 so 60 years ago Hmm. by 2013 there were 78,000 of these stores family dollar yeah wow and now they're owned by dollar tree Mm -hmm. so that's some big thing but that's out of charlotte I'm a Dollar General fan myself. Dollar but, General. Uh, I, I guess I I could shop at the Dollar Tree too. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. 2012. Mm-hmm. Little movie called Hunger Games. Dolan's favorite. That's right. Mm-hmm. A lot of those scenes were shot in Charlotte oh. around the, the around surrounding areas. Hmm. 1899. So 120 years ago mm-hmm. was the first time they noticed um, in print or some sort of media that a barbecue restaurant was the thing. So there was an advertisement for some lady that had a grocery store, and she said, hey, by the way, my husband sells barbecue. Oh. So that was the first documented time in North Carolina they could find barbecue. Are you a North Carolina thing? barbecue fan? Is that, do you like that? Or? Um, no, I don't think KC so, because I think it's, way. isn't it mustard-based? It is kind of mustardy. Then I would hell no to that, sir. Oh, that's I true. would hell no to that. Yes. KC all the way? No. Too sweet. I'm oh, a Memphis no. guy. You're I'm a dry mm-hmm. rub. Oh. Straight. I don't like any sauce. Really. I'm with I'm with Dolan on this. I think Kansas City's probably my favorite. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Okay. Everybody can be wrong. I was trying to sneak <laughs> some mustard in there for you. Just to. I'd see. I'm trying. Yeah. No right. thanks. Okay. All Which right. is the one that has the vinegar? Isn't that them too? That's Carolina's. Carolina's. Yeah, yeah. South Carolina's more of a vinegar. I uh, think. Okay. I would. I could well, eat that. I had. I had uh, vinegar based barbecue while i was there the mm-hmm. carolina style mm-hmm. and yeah I, I tried a little bit of it and went back to the regular stuff yeah don't mm. they put like cabbage and stuff in a lot of their stuff too like coleslaw on the sandwich i don't know they, they do make the sandwich with the coleslaw yeah, on it which no. is delicious no thanks I, you don't know what's good i don't like coleslaw either you don't know what's good <laughs> please continue neither of us know what's good <laughs> i know this beer is good i know that it's only snowed four times on christmas there since 1878 measurable snow that's kind of sad yeah so no white christmas there there was one other thing i I wrote down that i thought was interesting let's see where was it got that got that got that um 
Oh, Captain Sully, you know him? That landed the plane on the Hudson? Sully Sullenberger, yes. His, that airplane is in a museum there. They have an aviation museum, because North Carolina is the home of Wright Brothers. Oh, the Wright Brothers, uh-huh. Uh, so there's an aviation museum there, and you can go and see that plane. Hmm. Check it out. I think they, it's they in the fished, building, though. They fished it out of the water? and Yeah, they had cranes and lifted it out oh, okay. and stuff, and I guess they thought enough, like, hey, this is America, we can make money on this thing. Yep. Put it in a museum. Yeah. Well, they made a movie about it, so they might as well. The uh, I when I was there, and I stayed across the street from the NASCAR Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, since it was around Christmas time, they had a ice skating rink set up right outside of it, so you could go and rent ice skates and skate around. It was kind of like fun, a, a miniature version of Rockefeller Center. Okay, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I almost said hillbilly, but it wasn't really hillbilly. <laughs> um, <laughs> But that was something I thought about. Like, NASCAR's a big thing down there, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, that's too expected. I'm not researching NASCAR. No. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease it for that. Oh, Let's look, get, Nolan uh, was so ex- He was excited. I was, was going to bring it up. After all of this, I haven't heard NASCAR yet. And Ooh. I was like, come on, come you on. You ain't going to hear it from me, bro. I'm not a NASCAR guy. <laughs> we gonna, need to get Jamie Getchman in here. We do need to get Mr. Getchman oh, in here boy. to talk NASCAR. He could talk. I bet he yeah. could talk about NASCAR. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I uh, I married into a family that loves NASCAR. Hmm. Like enough that he has, my father-in-law has his own favorite drivers. And I've been in this family long enough that these drivers are now retired and there's new drivers. So I'm Ooh. on the second generation. He'll say, yeah. hey, did you see that? Did you see that race Saturday? And I'll be like, no. No. Didn't know about it. Mm-mm. Didn't care about it. I'm mad that it goes from February to like Christmas. That's enough. I don't need it in my life. I don't sure. want it on my ESPN. I don't want it on my television. I don't care. Does Richard it. Petty still race? His ghost does. Uh, what? He's dead? I don't know. I think you're thinking of Dale Earnhardt. Uh, maybe. Rest in peace. Okay. That mustache, man. That was a good one. He, so Dar- I know Daryl Waltrip. Oh, yeah. You know that name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, remember Dick Trickle? Yes, yes. He was always great. He always finished like last or second mm-hmm. to last. But he had a cool name, though. He had a great name. Yes. I remember Keith Olbermann always talking about where mm-hmm. Dick Trickle finished on Sports Center. <laughs> so that's one that stuck with me. Casey Kane, that's one I know. Mm-hmm. There was the guy that drove the Miller Lite car for a long time. Walt, was that maybe the... Who's the guy that everybody Walt hates? Trip, Kyle Busch. Does everybody hate that guy? Yeah, Kyle Busch. Sucker punch that dude. That makes me want to kind of like him, I think. I Jeff know. Gordon. You're like, oh, I like him. Oh, Jeff Gordon. He's retired, Gordon, though, right? Yeah. yeah. He does commercials and stuff now. Yeah, he does awesome commercials. He drove the super colorful car. What was that uh, one? Mellow Yellow. Was, like, oh, was that the that one? What it was? Back in the day. Mm-hmm. And then it was a Tide car, I think, or something. Maybe that's what it was. I didn't do any research on this. I'm not talking about it anymore. Okay. Stop it, you guys. <laughs> do, tell me something about Here's, the brewery. Get this out of my mind. making a left turn <laughs> and there's a car on the can but it's not a nascar that's, car. A, that's a nice old car on there it looks like a chevy here's my research that i did on north carolina it was all about the beer so if i okay. were to go it would be it would be basketball college basketball first yeah uh and then and then brewery so uh noda brewing company at 2921 north tryon street charlotte north carolina open sunday noon to seven monday through thursday four to nine sun friday three to ten saturday noon to ten um, owned by Todd and Susie Ford. I don't know. Maybe that has something to do with Wait, the uh, car. On maybe. The I mean, that label? makes... Maybe the, the I don't know. name. I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I do like that instead of hubcaps that you could tell what kind of car it is, mm-hmm. there's a hop on it. Oh, That's look at nice that. That's a nice little detail. That's, I love the little details like mm-hmm. that. So 32... This is super interesting. So they, they started in a smaller uh, location. Uh, and I... 
I had the address here and I can't, where did it go? I can't find it now. Anyway, they started in a, oh, here we go. Um, last year, they reopened the original location. They called it the OG Grand Opening. So okay. when they opened, I believe they opened somewhere in 2011. Okay. Um, last year, they moved back in, their second location was in their original location. So a couple years in, they moved to a 32,000 square foot facility. Okay, and then facility. they got the old place back? And that's yes. their second spot. Okay. Yeah. And then they also have a, uh, a tap room at the Charlotte Douglas International Airport as well. Then I definitely saw this place. Mm. There you go. Yeah. You, Dolan probably saw it too on the way back home. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah. Well, you probably don't remember, but you, oh, you no, probably I, walked by it. I think it's fun that they, so where they came from, then they grew, opened a new location, and then went back to, for, and it didn't even, I didn't see how. They went back to that original location and opened a tap house there. So uh, one of the things they highlighted in that new, in that press release was there have been, they've traced five couples that have had their first date at the brewery hmm. that have since gotten married. Um, there are 15 that are still dating that had their first date there. Oh. Like this is, it's important for them to kind Interesting. of big family thing kind of track in that, 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 uh, how many divorces? Know. Like you track of those? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe and not in the report. They can't use mm-hmm. that on their marketing. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a real good marketing piece. Well, we brought them together at least to start with. <laughs> uh, when I was there in Charlotte, it was, it was kind of for my 40th birthday mm-hmm. and it was to go see the Avent brothers, one of my favorite bands. Hmm. And we rolled in from the airport, Ubered it and hit some breweries. Okay. I'm talking with my suitcase, a big suitcase. All right. So I'm walking around fancy <laughs> spots, craft, like high end craft beers, mm-hmm. beer bars, and I've got my roll on suitcase. Whatever. It's like 10 45 in the morning. I find the closest one that's open at 11, and we just get after it. Yep. And I think we hit seven or eight breweries that day. It was. It was pretty good. That's funny because that's I was in that same situation when um, Sam and I went down to uh, Portland area. We had an Airbnb in Vancouver, Washington, which is just right across the river. And we landed at like 11 o'clock and our Airbnb didn't open up to us till about three. So we walked around with our suitcases and hit like a bunch of different restaurants yeah. mm-hmm. and <laughs> museums. It felt, it felt weird, but I was like, well, they obviously know we're not from here. Yeah. And uh, it was a good conversation starter most of the places we went. Look, there's some women that carry some pretty big purses out there. So that's true. You know, that's, I'm just. And I have a big fanny pack. So that's cool. That's super cool. Um, well, here's my research. Okay. I thought. I wanted to go unexpected, and then something just popped into my head. It was the name Charlotte. Okay. And I thought, What's, what does Charlotte mean to me Uh-oh. as a kid yeah. of oh. the 80s? I know where you're going with this. Charlotte Ray. You know about Charlotte Ray? Oh, no. I was going to go somewhere else. So, okay. No, Charlotte Ray. She's an actress. Okay. You know her from Different Strokes and The Facts of Life. Was she Tootie? No. That's oh. Kim Fields. Oh. She was Mrs. Garrett. Oh, yeah. She took care of the kids. Okay, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I loved TV as a kid. That was my babysitter. Okay. I loved Different Strokes. Loved it. What you talking about, Willis? What you talking about, Willis? Mm-hmm. What you talking about, Mrs. Garrett? Yeah. Yes. This is who I'm talking about today. Okay. So that's my research today on Charlotte Ray. Awesome. So she was born in 1926, April 22nd in Milwaukee. Mm. Land of the Beers, right? Okay, yes. Uh, her dad owned a tire store which I can't imagine 
early car tires. Mm. I don't know. You're talking those real thin ones. Probably. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and they lived in an apartment above the tire store. Okay. And she got the acting bug and the singing bug. She went to Northwestern College. Mm-hmm. Didn't finish, but she went there. She gave it a shot. She met a bunch of people, famous people that were her classmates. She met Charlton Heston and Paul Lind. Do you know him? Mm, the name sounds familiar. He was on like all the game shows of the 70s. He's a real flamboyant guy. With the big, long microphone? Like, uh, what's he would have been on that show. Okay. He was like on... Um, oh... The match the, game? He was on the match game, and he was on like the tic-tac-toe game with the celebrities. Oh, yeah. Whatever that's called. Hollywood Squares? He was on that. I so know he exactly. he was just like a regular about. dude on yes. there. Circle gets the square. Uh-huh. And he was, yeah, he was a real flamboyant dude on there. And then she was also friends. One of her best friends was Cloris Leachman. Oh. You know her? Yeah, I do. Well, a little bit later on in their careers, Charlotte Ray kind of retires from the Facts of Life, and Cloris Leachman takes over played her sister and she was on the last two seasons of the show i did not know that i did because i watched it and here's who else was on that show the last two seasons some dude named uh george clooney george clooney you ever heard of him don't oh. george clooney he's a, he yeah was a, i mean i've heard of him oh okay thought, <laughs> he said no I was like he's a tv actor no i don't know who that is he, he was, was on he was on er i think that was his most famous role was ER. on tv no no yeah. just in general just in general you think that was his most famous maybe george clooney mm-hmm He's the last. He's the last living movie star. Mm-hmm. I would. I would agree with this. Hmm. Bra- Braden would argue. Is it George Clooney that he's? He claims that George Clooney's the best Batman. Braden just likes to throw stuff. in I want to kick him out of the office when yeah. he starts talking about that. He don't know what he's talking he about. He has no idea. So here's how I know George Clooney. Okay. I mean, it's from the f- the Facts of Life. Yeah. It was like the college years version, basically, mm. and they had like a little, uh, like a little store that they worked at after school, and that's how the sister came into it. She was like their boss. Like the Kardashians? Uh, no, not like that. Mm. More like a, more like a, what do you call that store in the university where you go buy books and pencils and stuff? The bookstore? Yeah, bookstore. It was like the <laughs> bookstore. <laughs> and George Clooney worked there too. Uh, but I know him from, well, he was on Roseanne for a while. George Clooney was? Yeah. Roseanne. But he did a one episode amazing cameo on the Golden Girls. Oh. He was a cop and he got shot. What? Yeah. Like later in the, like later episodes uh, of the Golden like Girls? It was like 87, 88. Oh. So kind of in the middle. Okay. But that's how I knew him. So uh, let's see. She moved to New York City in 1948. So she drops out of college because she gets a job on Broadway. Mm. And she's a serious actress. Singing, mm-hmm. dancing, acting. Not mm-hmm. so much in comedy stuff though. And that's how we all know her. Yep. 1955, she released an album. Of standards. It was like songs my mother taught me. Oh. And I looked for it. I could not find it. No. Because I would love to hear that. It was the only album she ever put out. It'd be interesting to hear. But she was in a lot of musicals on Broadway. Okay. 1954, she gets her first TG, her TV job, which was like she guest starred on some show. And it led her to, back then, there was a lot of like talk shows slash variety shows. Yes. And uh, she was on a lot of those, as was Betty White. She could sing. She could dance. She was funny. They did like sketch comedy. Golden that Girls. was that was right. like the TV of of the day. Right. It was kind of like um, the Ed Sullivan Show, basically, but it was on during the day. A lot yes. of those shows. So she was on those a lot. Uh, let's see. Charlotte was her first major role. She was a wife on Car Fifty Four. Where are you? Did you I ever see that I, show? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was a show I grew up watching reruns on. How do you spell her last name? 
R A E. R A E. Oh, there we go. Okay. Her actual name, I think I wrote it down, her last name. Lobotsky was her actual last name, and her, and her agent was like, nah, that ain't going to fly. You got to get rid of that last name. I, for the time, I, that makes sense. So she dropped it. Mm-hmm. Now she's just Charlotte Ray. She was um, a guest star on these popular shows, The Love Boat, mm-hmm. Partridge Family, Barney Miller, Good Times, Murder, She Wrote, Saying Elsewhere, Diagnosis Murder. You know that one? No. It's got uh, Dick Van Dyke. He was like oh. an old detective. Okay. And then uh, All in the Family, mm-hmm. which was a Norman Lear show. Yes. He loved her as an actress. Okay. So he wrote this, his next show with her in mind, which was Different Strokes. Mm-hmm. And she was going to be like the housekeeper that worked with the Drummond family. And that was her big kind of break. That was her big break. Which was 78 when that came on. Jeez. Doesn't that seem crazy? That's, That's when I was born. I was four. So I was watching reruns of it mm-hmm. as a kid, I yeah. guess, already. Yeah. And that's, that was when it was on, which is nuts to me. That's, wow. So the end of the first season, they had an episode where she's supposed to go and help, I think her name was Kimberly on the show, Dana Plato's character. Okay, yeah. The sister, right? Uh-huh. Um, she's going to this private school in New York, mm-hmm. and she needs help because their house mother has recently quit, and she they're having like some big pageant, and she needs her to help sew some stuff, whatever. Sure. It's 80s TV. Yep. So... Mrs. Garrett goes to the school and meets some of her classmates mm-hmm. and does the stuff and they offer a job. Mm-hmm. She turns it down. She says, I'll just stay with the Drummonds. Sure. But then that was the episode that kind of spun out and those characters became the facts of life. Were, were Joe and Tootie and mm-hmm. all that on that episode? Some then? couple of them were. Okay. And then they, because like Molly Ringwald was on it at the beginning. Weird. Which you probably didn't know. No. The first season she was on like the like first six episodes or so. Like it's just a friend or something? Or just a like kid in the, in the school, yeah. Oh, okay. They had probably more like 10 characters, and then they sliced them in half and mm. kept the most popular ones. Okay, yeah. And then she ended up going and was working with both shows hmm. for a while. So that was like her big ticket to fame. Interesting. That's how people our age would know her from those two shows. Yep. And she would just say, girls, girls, girls. Do that you, was her like catchphrase. Do you believe, and we've talked about like existing in universes before, mm-hmm. right? Do you believe that we know the different strokes and, and facts of life exist in the same universe? Yes. Do you think that like is, is Golden Girls in that same universe, do you think? Or like all in the family? It wasn't in the same universe, but it's interesting that you said that because Facts of Life was the show that was on. That was the ratings poll mm-hmm. for people to watch this new show, to stick around and watch this new show called Golden Girls. Ah, so they had the coveted time slot to be after the Facts of Life because it was such a popular show. Understood. Okay. So people think that they credit that yeah. from that time slot. I don't think they're connected in any sort of way. No. I've seen every episode of The Golden Girls. <laughs> so I can tell you. With I do not pretty, doubt. I'm pretty certain there's no sort of crossover there. I don't doubt that one bit. Uh, let's see here. I got all that good stuff. Normally there would be a fun. That would be fun to talk about that dude at some point too. Yeah. I mean, the, he was so groundbreaking. Yeah. And just the, the shows that he was involved with. and The Archie Bunker, All in the Family crossover, crossover mm-hmm. the spinoff to, uh, uh, what's it, Moving On Up? What's oh, that? Jefferson's. Jefferson's yeah. and George Jefferson and Wheezy Jefferson and the the interracial relationship with... Mm-hmm. Uh, the neighbors that were on there. Yes. Yeah. For that time was Yeah. Huge. Well, and then that show spun off. They had a spinoff of that show. Of, well, kind of a spinoff. It was some of the same characters. And then the, they went to like a... I think there was a show called uh, oh, 
227 maybe oh that's right yeah yeah marla gibbs mm-hmm. was on it you're right so that sort of stuff because mm-hmm. she was like the maid that lived with the jefferson family mm-hmm. and then she had her own show yep um well there's another show i think he might have did Ma- did he do maud do you remember that show i possibly that was b arthur's first big tv show oh, okay. before that's what got her into the golden girls was he sanford and son I don't know if he was or not, oh, man. but he pretty much touched a lot of TV. That back show then. was so funny. San Francisco was great. Oh, you big dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. Um, Charlotte Ray, after the 80s, after those shows, mm-hmm. she still worked in TV. She was on a few episodes of ER. Okay. So maybe she got to work with her pal George Clooney again. Yeah, maybe. She was on the Kings of Qu- King of Queens. Oh, that episode was fantastic. Pretty Little Liars, which is a show I've heard of but never seen. Nope. Sounds like something on on the Atlas all streaming. Yeah, probably. I I've heard of the last two shows, and that's it. And then something called Girl Meets World, which I think was a spinoff or redo of Boy Meets uh, World. Boy Meets mm-hmm. World. Mm-hmm. She was on that. Yep. And uh, let's see here. Oh, she won an award one time. One time. It was a TV Land Award. Perfect for Pop Culture Award. That the biggest impact on pop culture was this Mrs. Facts of Life Mrs. Ter- TV show, Mrs. Garrett. Yeah. So that's what she did. That was her shows. Her uh, so I love as much as you love the Golden Girls. Like mm-hmm. I love King of Queens. I, I mm. just I love that show. I, it, everything about it. it. It's from from Kevin James to I just oh my gosh, you know the, uh, uh, Carrie's dad living yeah, in the basement. Yeah, that guy was funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. And uh, so the episode where she appeared, she was at the. Uh, she was at the retirement, the re, not retirement home. It was the senior center. Okay, they're putting on uh, short plays, yeah. and so she was uh, she was in the short play with with um, well, I can't think of his name. The dad, yeah. With did she uh, have white hair? She did, yeah. Yeah, because like, yeah, most of her shows after the eighties, she just stopped dyeing her hair and mm-hmm. just went white. And she just it was just white. Yeah, you know. And yeah. she died, I think, was last year. It was just recently. So she was almost ninety years mm-hmm. old. That was hilarious. It was so fun. She was so good. In yeah, that she episode. was. She was just good all the time. All those shows. Mm-hmm. She was like on Barney Miller for a while. I remember seeing her a couple episodes. And mm-hmm. just as a kid, who, I mean, there wasn't. I didn't have cable per se, mm-hmm. so it was a lot of like reruns. Is what I watched as a kid. Oh yeah, like on Fox Forty Two here in town, mm-hmm. and that's what you saw was seventies TV shows basically. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. So that's how I know about Charlotte. I. It, that was not where I thought it was going to yeah, go. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. I didn't want to do all. the... What did you think we were going to do? I don't know. I thought for a second you might go Charlotte's Web, because everyone loves that book. Oh, yeah. So really? sad, though. Oh. pig. Yeah, yeah. Don't spoilers. Hello. Want a blue ribbon. Did you, uh, Dolan, did you ever read Charlotte's Web, Dolan? <laughs> I watched the movie. Animated movie? No. Uh, both. Oh. oh. Okay. Well, I, I have guess both, that's, too. That's fine. I guess there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And the fact that the spider could spell is amazing. Um, amazing. I was uh, not a reader. I, I still kind of am not. So you didn't know that the spider could spell? Do you know how to read? Um, speaking of reading, I can read you what's on this can because it. it's pretty interesting. That's a good segue right that there. That was good. I like that segue. Um, so this says, <clears throat> our West Coast style IPA hits you with a ton of juicy hop flavor that shines out from a substantial and complex malt backbone. We use Citra, Amarillo, Centennial, Warrior, and Chinook in 10 separate editions to provide the intense hop blast found within this can. And it it won a gold award in the World Beer Cup. Hmm. 
That's a lot of hops. That's five different kinds. Five, that's a lot of hops. Yeah. Those so, are all the old school IPA hops too. Like you're not going to see those in mm, the Warrior East hops. Coast. I've yeah. never heard of Warrior Amarillo. hops. Amarillo. Yeah. So I found the description that they used for the 2014 World Beer Cup. Okay. When they when they did this beer. In the it's, so it's 2014 World Beer Cup Gold Award winner American Style IPA Hops in Your Face. Yeah, that that couldn't be a more true statement it right is. there. Like if you like hops, if if you like my friend Brian here, yeah. has a shirt that has like it has like you're wearing a hop hat. Uh, yeah, right. I mean yep. that that type of thing. I'm sure you got a shirt or a hat that like looks. Like oh yeah, that. I have right. Yeah, hops on my stuff. This is your beer. I've been so tempted to get a hops tattoo. <laughs> like I don't have any tattoos. I don't either. Right, and I've thought about it for a long time. I like Dolan's tats that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I want them to mean something to me, okay. right? Mm-hmm. But I would want it like a cartoony a hop. That or something abstract. I, I don't know. Like hops as a cartoon character, mm-hmm. maybe. Kind of like uh, the grapes from the Hanes. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. that sort of style. <laughs> or just something mm-hmm. real abstract. Like I think that would be cool. That's something that would make make me feel good. Our friends over at Crossstrain have the hop streaker logo with the hops. It's like he's running yeah. and then there's the bar like because uh-huh. he's the streaker, yep. right? That'd be a fun tattoo. Yeah. Like him just running and you know what? Maybe they'll pay know. for it and I'll get it get it for free and maybe. do some pub for him. We call Bobby and see what he'd say. See what we can Scott maybe we'll, we'll he might he might swing for that. Yeah. My wife will not. So it'd have to be in a place mm. where she'd get over it quick. Does it I, I just don't like needles. I don't either and I don't like when I've seen videos of tattoos, how they just rake it across your skin. Yes. Like that part really bothers me. I think the whole part would bother me. I would just pass out probably. Mm. And then they could just tattoo me while I'm dead. It, mm. it, have you guys ever, I don't even know how to explain it. it it's ever not that bad. with needles? No, I haven't. It, it's not that bad. Have mm. you ever like just been stabbed repeatedly with needles like over and over again? <laughs> because that's what a tattoo Tiny is. Tiny needles. For hours. And they have to keep rubbing it. And then the blood's there, and, and you, <laughs> no. No. it's not that bad. And you got to hold still. Yeah, I can't hold I'd still. I'd have a panic that. attack, probably, or no, pee my yeah. pants. No. I don't think I could do it. What happens if you're in the middle of a long session, Dolan? Because I feel like you've been in one, mm-hmm. and you have to pee. Can you just get up and go? They take a break? Yeah, you can. Can you say, yes. pause? They unla- unla- hey, I have to pee. <laughs> what unlatch you from all the shackles and belts that would hold you down that's what i would wrap it up and stuff what if you have to number two here here's the you're in trouble here's the thing that gets me about tattoos is the sound no the needle is is going you know in and out so fast yeah that it just feels like it's a it's like it's vibrations right yeah that's what annoys me is like my arm when i got this one done it just didn't stop this vibrating yeah even when he pulled the needle away i still felt it like Oh, no yeah. thanks. And and that's that's the worst part. It's yeah. not that painful. I mean, depends where you get it, but yeah, here maybe. it wasn't. I'd want it right on my throat, probably. Oh, that would be painful. <laughs> oh, definitely a neck tattoo would be good. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, is, is the throat a neck? Yeah, throat, I neck. I would want it front and center. Yeah. Right on the Adam's apple. Right. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure, sure you would. I'm yeah. sure that feels good. I mean, if your first yeah. tattoo is on your throat... That's pretty baller, I think. <laughs> I met a guy when I was managing a gas station once. Um, he uh, had a tattoo on his head. Like he had shaved himself bald and then mm. had a tattoo. 
And it was funny because I never knew he had the tattoo until one day he was bald. <laughs> and you're like, whoa. And I'm like, how long did that take you? And he said two, um, three hour sessions. And it was a unicorn? No, it was flames. Oh. Mm. Oh. He was a he was a Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, he was a he was a biker. I mean, or I, or a pro wrestler. One or a pro wrestler. Yeah, I I like those tattoos. So I see them on the internet sometimes. It's like somebody's face on the back of a dude's head, and they leave a little <laughs> hair for a beard or for something. A beard or a mustache. Those are comical. Yeah, a tattoo for comedy. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> no one will regret that. No, no, uh, no. And I yeah. don't regret drinking this beer, guys. Mm-hmm. So the last little bit of research I had here, I thought this was funny. February 13th, 2019. It's almost Valentine's Day. Almost Valentine's Day. These guys were ahead of the curve a little bit. So what have we talked about here in the office just recently that uh, maybe bros are drinking a little bit nowadays? Um, The claws, the law. Some sand, some, what do they call them? Uh, seltzers yeah, or shandies. Hard, hard seltzers. Hard seltzers. Yeah. Let's not confuse hard seltzer with shandies because shandies are delicious most of the time. Yeah, I suppose. So 2000, February 13, 2019, Noda Brewing Company is set to release, this actual headline, okay. set to release Brizzo, Brizzo, which is, as a Cubs fan, that's awesome, not spelled the same way, Okay. Craft Spiked Seltzer in 16-ounce cans. Hmm. They were, they were ahead Earlier of, this year? Like in earlier February? Earlier this year, February, they announced this. Yeah, because there's a lot of people trying to get in the game. Like PBR is doing it, mm-hmm. I think, now. Natty Light's doing one. Natty Light, Four yeah. Loco. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Four good Loco's for... Four Loco's one's like 14% or something. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you if you are against the whole seltzer thing right now, I bet all of this competition is just going to make them better. So It totally will make them better. Yeah. I think yeah. it's interesting. I've seen on some forums that I'm, I'm on mm-hmm. that real brewers are just like, this is bull. Just to anybody can do this. Well, this is not beer. Why are we making these? But look, that's it's what not... everyone said about LaCroix, and look where it's at now. Sure. Yeah, but that's not beer either. But <laughs> here's the thing, though. It's not It's not beer. It's not. It's an alternative. Mm-hmm. It's That's strictly all it is. I, I would like to know what the market breakdown is. What do you think, 80% females? Oh, absolutely. At and least. Plus. So if you can get some of their dollars in your brewery, I guess why uh-huh. not? But Why not? Is it a fad? Is it is it yeah. spinning off ice? You know, is it... Can you get iced again? Remember that? Uh-huh. Remember that for a while? Boy, uh-huh. that was fun. I got iced at my old job. Oof. Travis Powers iced me one time. Oh, I got Travis Powers so good one time. He had a... Uh, it was... You may have been... Yeah, I don't know. When oh. he moved into his new house. Oh, I wasn't there. This was like the... This is like the, the height of the icing craze yeah um i used his i used his upstairs are you the one that put it in the toilet tank yes i heard about this this is legendary i yes we were we were drinking a lot and uh, i went to use his bathroom and i came out i'm like dude i'm so sorry i think i plugged up your toilet like it won't flush and so we everyone just like piles in in there they had to see the bathroom and he takes the lid off the tank or whatever and there's an ice there's a at least it was cold water in there (laughs) it was cold yeah and it was clean maybe unless you upper decked it nope he uh, i did not i did i had a little more it was more just for the joke factor to his credit he He did uh, it he did it yeah Yeah. i can see that about him so you heard about this i heard about that yeah legendary look at this like probably seven or eight years ago Fantastic. Here it comes full circle. Oh, boy. Thanks, Charlotte Ray. <laughs> Hop, drop, and roll. Uh, you know what? I guess if I were in Charlotte, I would, I'd order this. I'd want to try it at the at the tap, right? I'd want to try it and just to see. Well, I can tell you from have being there a few months ago, there are way more 
New England style IPAs for you to try there. I bet that you wouldn't even need to order this. Yeah, you I could see. if you wanted to. Yeah. I've, I've, you but know, there's I've, a lot of juicy, hazy, ten IBU IPAs mm-hmm. out there. For Way you. more my style. Way yeah, more. just like a glass of orange juice. Sounds good to me. Mm, they were good. All right, next for the next four weeks, we are going to talk about Oktoberfest beers. I've yes. got we've got two of them planned at least. Okay. Uh, two more that are coming. Mm. Oh, uh, I can't wait. This is my favorite time of the year for beers. It's weird because it's malty. I, it's, it should be a gateway to the West Coast IPA for you. And it should. It's the opposite. It should be. I love Oktoberfest beers. Mm, I do too. I just had one for dinner last night. It was delicious. I had one at my fantasy. Well, I had more than mm. one at my fantasy draft the other day. Yeah. So if it's something that you haven't tried, give us a listen for these next four episodes. Yeah. Uh, I, I guarantee you'll want to go and, and They're drink everywhere. everywhere. Right now, as we record this, as this comes out, mm-hmm. they are everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dolan, you like Oktoberfest? I do. Is it because of the size of the mug? Mm. Yep. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, I go. like Oktoberfest, especially um, in the boot. In the oh, oh, boy. In the boot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a glassware <laughs> term i think it, it absolutely is and you have to drink it all and then you give it to your buddy and hmm. and then you black out and you don't oh. know how you got home okay i wish i was dolan's age again yep <laughs> on that note brian we're not going anywhere for a while let's have another beer what was that wow for? what was that, was that weird? for Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.